You hear that? Yeah. Huh? Feel it? I wake up on a daily basis and count this money up. I'm already rich. I go so hard with these riches. I fell in love with this doty. I fell in love with the roly. I wake up, pray every morning. These demons, they call my soul. I said, fuck all of you hoes. I'm balling out of control. I'm balling out of control. If I can give everything back to you, all this passion I got, all I ever need. For me to move on and succeed. For me to move on and succeed. Jealousy, envy, and greed. Too much of this shit, I don't need it. I turned on the gas with a knuckle plate. I sit back and laugh at these niggas trading. Mentally, none of this shit can fade. Man, that piece was slapping. I don't even know how to talk right now. But, uh, I appreciate the the favorite John John. Mm-hmm. Stay fed. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and cut this down a little bit. <clears throat> My shit is going to be on vibrant. Not too, 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 too concerned about that, but I appreciate turning the words off. Let me go ahead and check my two. Ooh, man. Ah, what a good day it was. I spent most of the day sleeping, trying to get over my indica comatose, just as, just as T did today. <laughs> Bro, I hit like a couple of roaches. In my chillum and was out. It was like nine thirty to one. I was like, woke up like, where, where am I? Those chillums hit you in the chest. <laughs> yeah, man, it was crazy. But uh, but yeah, we're here now. Uh, hello, welcome back to Dojo ninety six fifty two. I'm your host Brandon Monroe. We have my boys Tahir Shahid, and yeah. then we also have our special guest. Would you like to introduce our to introduce yourself? Hey, I'm uh, JoJo or John John, but you might know me as Jonathan Epsilon. Cool. You want to share your uh, your main Instagram, your Twitter, whatever you want to funnel your yep. traffic of people who Plug listen to your the shit, shit. nigga. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Jonathan Epsilon, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-E-P-S-I-L-O-N. Ooh, ooh, with the professional intro. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then we have Tahir. Would you like to share a little about bit about yourself for our new listeners? Um, what's up, everybody? It's Tahir T. Shahid. It's Mr. Nice Locks, Mr. Fit Locks on Instagram. I'm just Tahir on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm back again. Your senior <coughs> Chloe Bailey correspondent. I do have an update for y'all later in the pod. Super excited to be here. Uh, let's get into it, gentlemen. Cool. And my name is Brandon Monroe. You can find me on Instagram at underscore nebula dust underscore also nebula collective without the e on the end and nebula dust network which is where i source all of my pr and um marketing for this podcast so yeah so today let's just jump right into it um something that i really wanted to talk about today was expectations i really feel like that's something that has been ruining my life (laughs) in the past couple of years and like it it teaches you a lot it teaches it's, t- it's taught me a lot of lessons but um but yeah i mean how do y'all kind of relate to the idea of expectations 
Uh, I would say right now I'm in the process of letting go of other people's expectations of me. Um, yeah, growing up with stricter, with stricter parents, me and my siblings are all just going through the motions right now in adulthood of getting our parents used to actually knowing who we really are outside of what they expect of us. And it's been a very interesting experience. So like you said, external, like, like getting, external expectations, like your family, like kind of like getting to know who you really are. Yeah. <clears throat> That's interesting. So like the expectations that are like placed on you versus like what it is that you know is real. Yeah. I remember going through that. Shit was wild. And versus just what I should expect of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What should you expect? What do you expect? I expect to make mistakes, but... I do the best when I learn. That that's how I learn. I make mistakes. I gotta. I can never do something perfect the first time. I just gotta throw something at it multiple times, write it down, try it again until I get it. What happens if it looks perfect the first time? Well, then I don't learn shit, and I'm gonna mess up the second time. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but if it looks perfect the first time, what are you doing? Why are you fucking with it? Got me. That's a real question. I know, no, no. I'm trying to. Okay, well, now I'm trying to actually like think about it. Okay, huh? Because I'm just like in terms of expectation. Like, are you saying like what are my expectations now? No. After getting perfect the first time. What I what I just heard you say is you expect to fail. Oh shit! No, no. Sorry, sorry. I mean, I expect to make mistakes. That's what I mean. Yeah, and And learn from those mistakes. You expect to try this thing multiple times before you get it. You expect to fail. Oh shit! Mm. So, okay. what happens when you just get it perfect the first when it looks perfect the first time? Because <coughs> if it looks perfect the first time, what? Why are you fucking with it more? It's done. Well, that's an epiphany. I actually did not <laughs> like ever think of it that way. How many times have you set yourself back because you did something you're like cool? This looks really good. I'm gonna try again. Why? That's an interesting, dude. I think about that now that I'm thinking about that because like I I do art as well and I have had that happen a couple of times where I've like looked at something and been like this is perfect but then I've been like oh, but I wonder like <laughs> you keep fucking with it and it's like why are you fucking with it or you try to duplicate it like right, right. there right that's another thing like like the ability like not the ability but the need or the want to duplicate something yeah and like I feel like that happens with like a lot of different stuff like that happens with like 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 family and women that happens a lot with drugs. That's how people get like addicted to drugs, like, like drugs that aren't even like addictive type drugs, like just form a dependency. Yeah, I mean, like, like if you do like acid, oh yeah, like a lot of people yeah. will have like a really happy acid trip, and then their next acid trip will come out and be bad, or even a shroom trip, it'll trip, it'll come out and be quote unquote bad because they didn't get all of the benefits or like mental rewards Their expectations weren't met exactly mm. exactly okay. and so like that's that's an interesting in thing in and of itself because like while you're under the influence of a drug that's that's that powerful you're like literally rewiring your brain to like need expectations which mm. is like not something you should do when you're yeah. But like so everybody ends up learning like a crazy lesson when they do something like that. When they like do drugs, they have expectations of how it's gonna be and then it doesn't turn out how they 
think it's going to be and then their brain doesn't get any of that reward and then all of the like regret starts flooding in so that is exactly why i did pretty much no research before the first time i did acid i did very little in talking to people in terms of what to expect i didn't look up like what people use like a lot of the research i've heard people try to do before they trip the first time i was like nope i just want to see whatever this shit shows me and it did change my life but it was it felt like why are you yelling um (laughs) it was very much just i saw what i needed to see i let like my brain just kind of operate in in free space on like this long ass drive from new jersey to center of pennsylvania and then once i'm in that space now i was just like in a normal social setting with people for the most part that i knew a couple people that i didn't but like i was at a party on acid it was the first time for both of those things shit got a little wild but it was the first time you went to a party no 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 no. i was tripping at a party oh and like it was the second time i had done acid it was the first time i actually tripped Mm. and like was confronted. My brain was not very nice to me in the turn in the things that it had to say about the way that I was presenting myself to the world. Like my concept of who I was and who I was projecting myself to be were not lining up and like that shit was not cool. So that's how now I am who I am. And it's funny to me because people that knew me intimately then and that have seen me since recognize <laughs> like that point in time there was a there was a change mm-hmm. like i because i tripped went back to college and then i came home sporadically after that and people were like yeah nah you're different like you're very different now i'm like because i fucking murdered my ego yeah. yeah like i fucking died three times that night it was terrible and that's I, probably what you really tried to, what you really brought to my life brought to light just now when you said if I got right the first time, then why would I do it again? Because it's like I feel like I'm trying to prove something to myself, you know. Like I'm trying to prove to like, oh, can I actually like I have that imposter syndrome, you know? Mm-hmm. You were talking about imposter syndrome before, <laughs> right? It's so interesting because like, okay, so expectation <laughs> for me was something that I learned to deal with very young because um, my parents split it, mm. so then. You know, I got a note on that one. Would have a plan to spend this weekend with my dad. He was going to get me or whatever was, was going on. And, you know, life happens and it doesn't work out. Enough times that happens, I don't like the feeling of disappointment. I don't like the, the upset that comes with disappointment. So I learned very early, I keep my expectations low for the most part. And I would rather be pleasantly surprised. Okay? So... And at the same time, like, I don't expect anything except excellence from myself. So it's like, if I got something right the first time, cool. Like, I've, I have it happen kind of a lot where I can do shit perfectly the first time. And it's the second I try to do it again, I fuck it up. Mm-hmm. So I'm comfortable with that in some respects because it plays out in terms of, like, athletics. When I was wrestling, you show me something, first time, perfect. It, it looks perfect, and then the next like four or five are kind of fucked up, and then I get it again, and then that happens until my brain's like, no, we actually know what we're doing. We didn't just mimic what we saw, 
Because that first time, yeah, it's a fluke. Right. You showed me something, and my brain's like, I can do it's that. It's like when you go and to, like, do a, like a kickflip, but you do a varial and land, and you're like, wait, what did I do? And everybody in the skate park's like, what? How did you? You don't know what you're doing. And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You shouldn't be on top of that board right now. And it's like... Yeah, no, I shouldn't. And, like, yeah, I get that. It's but like your body kind of understood the physics naturally enough right. in that moment that it just did it. Your brain doesn't know Long what the fuck happened. dancing. Mm-hmm. That's how it works, man. You hit a cross step, and then, like, you know how to feel the Gs go under your feet, and you're like, oh, damn. So those are just, like, a flow state. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, after this podcast, I can literally go outside and show it to you. It's so fucking smooth. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen videos of it. It's oh, very yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot it's you It's very, very yeah. smooth. Oh, I got to do some of that this weekend. I'm going to do that and post it on Instagram. People people seem to like my extreme sports Yeah, just slap some content. music on it and everything. Right, exactly. Your sports content is awesome. Mm. <clears throat> I saw a pretty sick turn at um, Patapsco State Park over the weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that I think... Uh, when we get some spotters and some cameras, might uh might hit some slides on it. Hey, My man, sister left me her GoPro. I have a GoPro too, mm-hmm. and I got a bike that I can like follow people really dangerously close with. Yeah. And I have three cameras and three tripods. Bikes. Okay, we're mm-hmm. we're gonna do this. Yeah. And then I have my friend. Don't know how to use them though. <laughs> my friend Jimmy, like he is a videographer, and he like he video he does videography for like the army. This man has like an Emmy, and he wants like film me biking and I'm just like yes, oh just please show me <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, please. oh yeah of course <laughs> Jimmy Shea and if anybody wants to know Jimmy Shea look him up he is the bomb he's like the coolest fucking dude ever ever like cooler than all of us he's so cool um anyway so we've we've kind of gone into like you know expectations on like our family ourselves um culturally what do what do we what what do i feel like what do you guys feel like we expect culturally i feel like that's something that's another thing that kind of gets me down like i almost got like i thought i was gonna get a fourth stimulus check and i was fucking pissed off that like it was just like a late letter Mm. that's a cultural expectation Mm. i feel like that's like kind of a letdown just Mm. as like a, a really dry example um but like culturally what do you guys feel like I ex- see part of me is actually expecting that we might be a little bit more cautious um, at least with wearing masks when people are sick after this because um, that's what they do over in a lot of like East Asian countries or just countries anywhere outside the US if you're sick and you got to go to work then you got to keep a mask on um, only say that because I've had I've been forced to take my mask off while I was sick at work. This is pre-COVID, so I'm expecting that we'll at least try to be a little bit more safe about that. Mm-hmm. But I know people are dirty. People so, don't wash their hands. I mean, my mask ain't never coming off. <clears throat> right. Y'all yeah. Like, no. so I like, like the mask. That's, that's like. This so is, that makes me think like, is that a hope or an expectation? I think it might be a hope. It's more of a hope. <laughs> I, I, don't really say, I don't really expect. I don't really expect these people to be like wild out. Middle finger, suck my dick. Like me to be like get out of my fucking business yeah. I expect there to be a confrontation you know what I mean like I expect culturally the CDC has not made a good decision in making the statements that they've made and yeah. that part I feel like that's gonna create social interactions that it, it, come I from I expect confrontation right yeah. that come from like a really 
quote unquote what's supposed to be a reputable source, but obviously the logic is not matching up with what it is they're saying. Like, yeah, yeah. that makes me think. Like, what now? Like, how do y'all feel about hopes versus expectations? Because that's another thing. It's a very fine line. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with hope Hmm. at all. Um, hope or expectation. My personal thing is I like to hope for the best, but I'm going to prepare for the worst. I expect the worst. Like, I expect for shit to not work out most of the time. And so then when it does, I get to be pleasantly fucking surprised. And, like, I would much rather that... So I can hope all day long that something's going to work out, but at the end of the day, hope does nothing. Like, sitting around hoping that this thing's going to work out doesn't, doesn't do anything. Now, if I've done some things and I expect something to go a particular way because I've done the legwork behind it, mm-hmm. it's completely mm-hmm. different. You know, like if I'm going to the gym consistently and eating a bunch, I expect that I'm going to get bigger. If I am, you know, kind of eating sometimes and I work out, you know, when I think about it and, you know, I hope I'm going to get bigger, mm. yeah. but. I don't have any. I have no reason to expect that yeah. I'm going to. Right. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, like, I so I feel like with even with this, like, it's contextual to this. Like, so you you basically have a business, um, running a fitness program, like fitness programs for people. Um, you kicked my ass way, this morning. <laughs> By the way, people, that's in person, and that's also also virtual fitness program. So far as I know, he'll he'll give you a plan, um, if you pay for that. So, but I feel like as a as a I would say for me a relatively inconsistent business owner business owner just because like I have had a bunch of other things that have run into my life that have I've had to use to keep my bills on or keep my lights on and keep my rent paid and stuff so i haven't had a lot lot of time to put in towards like you know nebula collective recently um until recently um but i feel like i've had specific business expectations um with you know specifically with time like i've seen people like shoot up in terms of their exposure and it's kind of frustrating for me specifically to see that not happen it's like what are you doing that's like the key that makes that happen and i've like been trying to like consult with people and actually take it really seriously so that i can actually expand but i'm wondering for you like what do you have like what expectations do you have in terms of your own business and then i'm going to expand that to you too john john pretty soon the expectations of my business well i was saying this a little bit earlier like right now expectation that i have is that i'm going to be using another career path to subsidize it in a way because it is something that I think is a longer term investment that fitness everybody wants a part of it right because everybody has this idea of being fit America is stereo it's weird because America is very fat but wants to be very fit and it's just this weird fucking cognitive dissonance Mm -hmm. is going on but all that aside with the other community-based work that I want to do, the other athletic-focused work that I want to do, there's a way that I expect when one domino falls, the rest of them will as well. Mm-hmm. 
So for now, I'm I don't have very many expectations. If I if things were to play out in a way where I have to operate from the space that I'm in right now longer than I'm planning to at this moment, cool. I have a plan for that. Um, and this is that hope versus expectation thing because we're right. like right. It's a little. It's out of my hands at this point. Mm-hmm. What from where it goes from right now? I have plans for both directions because I'm hopeful it goes one way, but I can't expect anything because it's right now the part that I have to wait on is completely out of my fucking control. I've done everything that I can. Right. Interesting. How do you feel about that? I would say that I'm. Oh. <clears throat> I would say that I'm right now in terms like we're talking in terms of like my business and my yeah, expectations. Yeah, in terms of I mean, yeah, in terms of your business. Like, yeah, my expectations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a digital artist, and I think one thing that I'm actually trying to do is I'm trying to adjust, readjust my expectations for my art. Um, mainly because growing up, it was like if you wanted to live as an artist, it, at least you know we grew up in the '90s then it was like a pipe dream, you know? Mm-hmm. But fast forward 25 years later, and I know at least three or four people that are living entirely off of their art and doing right. commissions alone or got a job in an animation studio or are just putting out their own material. And the internet, of course, has made that easier. And I think what really really just made me hate this whole process of trying to be good as an artist is that I always put the pressure on myself to succeed um and that's what a lot of us do with our hobbies we always put the pressure on ourselves to succeed and I interestingly enough didn't even draw for fun as a kid I always tried to draw because I wanted to draw like my older brother mm-hmm. um interesting because story t- because visually that's the truest form of storytelling for me and I want to tell stories that people can see. Wait, what's the truest form of storytelling? Uh, illustration. For me. For me. Just my personal preference. Say more. Yeah, like I think for me it's just kind of like it's one thing. I think it's uh, I think for me when you take an image you can flash an image across the screen for one second and people will still be able to understand what would have taken me like maybe 0.5 seconds longer maybe yes two seconds longer it's because it's so instant you know it's almost addictive in a way it's kind of how we're fed information today everything is fast and everything is image based and i also grew up a very visual learner and i very kinesthetic so when I find out, oh, I can learn how to draw Spider-Man and make Spider-Man jump over a building by just learning how to draw him. It wasn't even like, oh, well, that's too hard. It was like, okay, where do I start? You know? Dude, that's so cool that you, like, mix kinesthetic learning with... Um, Physical. With digital art. Because it's like, it's like, I want in my imagination to do this. Or I want this person to do this, which is kinesthetic learning in, in and of itself. And so to hear somebody say like, oh yeah, that's kinesthetic learning is like mind blowing to me because it's like, obviously, you know, the, the act of drawing it is kinesthetic, but like, 
I never thought about the mental process of like, okay, so I, if I were to jump and do a front flip over this building and parkour onto this other building, I have to kinesthetically understand how a person's body would do that in order to draw it and make it happen in a story, which is mm. the truest form of storytelling, which mm. is like audio-visual storytelling. Mm. And I think that's really cool that you say that because I used to be a sound designer, which is kind of how I ended up doing a podcast in the first place. Um, but like, like with sound design, it's the same type of thing where you're creating a a a sensory stimulation based off of a visual setting and yeah that just kind of makes me think like wow it's really cool that you would like connect the kinesthetic yeah. part of it and that's mainly just for me because there's so many other forms of storytelling it's not even to shit on writing or coding or any other art form where you're literally building something from scratch right but it's just for me it's that engagement and movement of my hands that have to move my hands that much that it just it feels so it feels right to be moving my hands around and it feels like i'm interacting with something you yeah. know so i'll say that i agree kind of i just have a different reasoning behind it because when i think of what it really means to have an image in your mind and then be able to translate that to show to another person and be able to tell a story through that image, that to me is, yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing. It is, in a way, the peak of storytelling. Because you can do this with a single image, whether it's for a second or it's just a still image. And I think that artwork and stories that can tell that, that are told in this one singular image where you can pack so much detail, so much emotion, so much whatever... I love that, but that's also just like, I'm a fucking nerd for stories in general. Mm -hmm. Like, that's whatever it is if i'm playing a video game i want the story to be well told if i'm watching a movie i want the story to be well told at the end of the whatever it is tell me the story well it doesn't even have to be a good story if if it's told well and i think a lot of people miss that too where they like are like oh if it's a great story it doesn't matter how you tell it no it matters more how you tell it than how good the story is you tell a fucking story about going to the grocery store that has no fucking point at all and it can be the most engaging thing ever based on either one mic. punch man my yeah. guy <laughs> one, punch man. one punch man is literally going to the grocery store it's it's going it's a it's a it's a slice of life anime night night masquerading as a shonen anime dude it's so good but go on t that was basically my point dude yeah it's it's amazing like you can make a story out of pretty much anything You know, but you know what's not great? What? What's not great is false stories. You know, otherwise known as lies and allegations and falsehoods. You know, these have real consequences that hurt people. You oh know? yeah, yeah. So today, I'm again, I'm the senior Chloe Bailey correspondent, and I take my job very seriously. <laughs> oh okay? yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. so <laughs> just to clear up for any listeners that may have seen yes, cool, some cool, cool, cool. some. Uh, galling headlines in the, in the last week um, concerning our our star child Chloe, right, and some adult videos that may have been leaked. I'm here to clear that up for everyone. It's not what fucking happened, bro. That shit is literally like 
I don't understand what weird media thing people have. And again, like, I, I'm glad that I decided, like, cognitively a while ago to just, I, I stand Chloe Bailey. I'm comfortable with this. It's part of my identity. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I objectively. Love I love it. Objectively, like, what is the purpose of, of a headline that, like, tries to paint something as having happened to her where she's exposed in this way? Right, because what it what what clicks, happened? Bro. What it's happened was stuff. she shared a compilation of videos to celebrate the anniversary of the I think it was I guess it was the lead single or the most popular single I don't really know. Uh, Do it from her and her sister's album, um, Ungodly. Ungodly, Hour. Oh, yeah. Right, and one it's a really good song. It, they yeah. had a really popular remix. They had a bunch of the, the lady rappers on it. It was great. It was wonderful. Whatever. And so she, as part of that little clip that she put out, there's a video of her in an oversized, slightly, t-shirt and a thong, I guess. You never really can see enough to ascertain exactly what sort of undergarment it is. And she's just (laughs) bouncing around in her fucking room doing the choreo from the performance. That's that's it. And it's weird, because, like, on some level, it's... Some of the shit when she the, the account split and there was this like outcry of support for Chloe against these like people were being mean and saying she was doing shit for attention. One, like, I didn't see any of that on my timeline and I live on Twitter, um, so I don't really know where any of that came from. <laughs> and I also don't really know where this came from, where it was like a leak because again she posted it and the, right. and the clip that she posted like Bro, she what had been posted like, a year ago. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't. She's very clearly like being groomed to be next to Beyonce. So this sort of headline, I'm like, what are y'all? What's it's the clicks, point, dog? It's clicks. There's, are they worth that much? Yes. There's, there's revisits bro, to like what is a stream worth? Question. There for is a point? yes. There is so much money to be made off of sex and people who are able to like funnel traffic into sex. I like. I literally. So off on a tangent a little bit and without sharing identifying factors because of confidentiality i know OnlyFans girls who literally use the hype of what somebody could get in order to funnel traffic to their page and get money based off of something that they're posting in another place anyway like reddit i've like so i'll say for research purposes while we're on record <laughs> research purposes of course yeah. for science i've subscribed to an OnlyFans to see what it like what it's like to see what's going on there because i'm like dude there's so much content on the internet that i don't understand why or how somebody would pay somebody for this and right like if i can get nudes for free without asking why the fuck am i gonna pay for them because you want to get it from a person who you know who it is and you know it's them and you know it's verified by the website so that you understand that it's a connection that is unique between you and that person instead of that person just posting something online that everybody can see that's literally you you make this face but that's what people pay for. That's not what you pay yeah, for. Yeah, they pay for exclusivity. So you're saying they pay for exclusivity? Yes, that's what it is. They pay for that connection of exclusivity, and that is how. And also the expectation that they expectation that they might get more than what they see based off of that exclusive connection. Mm-hmm. So, okay. you pay fifteen dollars a month. 
I can text you, I can sext you, I can say all of these crazy things, and you might, even if you don't show a picture of something on your profile, you might send me a DM of that picture. Hmm. So, like, it, there's money to be made off of the expectation, just to loop it back to Chloe Bailey, off of the expectation that people might see a nipple. Hmm. Or people might see, like, part of a, like... Vagina lip, like it's also the really, like. It's sex is really all about what could be. I and also I've just noticed have noticed like, up. and I also have just noticed that when it comes to Chloe Bailey, people are, oh, oh, at least you know, like you said, you didn't see any of it on your Twitter feed, but like people are supposedly bashing her, and I feel like a lot of people are black and beautiful. <laughs> people are there's an industry in literally just shaming sex in and of itself like you have the sex industry and then you right. have the shame industry completely <laughs> shame industry. i've never thought of that yeah wow that is a fucking oh expectations right as young adult black men expectations y'all feel from like family culture society yeah while we're still on that mm -hmm. i think i think at 25 i'm starting to bump into some of those internally in a way that I didn't necessarily expect. Yeah. And also in a weird ass way like the expectation that I had at a particular age where by like 25, yeah, of course I'm going to have my own fucking crib like what? Yeah. And then this middle period where it's like nigga, I don't know how long I'm going to be at home or I don't know how long I'm going to have to have roommates to at 25 I'm in my own crib with my own car and, and all that shit. The expectation having worked out and then still seeing many of my peers not in that place mm. and so just like yeah dude a lot of my close peers are like in a place that's probably like twice my income mm -hmm. and it is it's so frustrating because like the, a lot of them are happy like yeah, they're doing what they gotta yeah. do, and they're they're good at what they do. They're very very good at what they do. Yeah. It's just how they got to where they are. Like, you know, a lot of my friends they make around seventy five to one hundred thousand dollars a year, and that that's kind of like one of my goals. At the same time, it's interesting because one of their goals is to be able to work out as much as I do. One of their goals is to be able to put out content as much as I do in the way that I do, and it's. One of their goals is to be able to have the type of fluid and dynamic relationship and intimate partner in the way that I do with this person who I am intimate with. Um, so, like, I find it interesting how there's, you know, I have you have your own expectations, but then they ebb and flow with the the actuality of what you're doing with your own life. Like, I remember one time. I was like, oh, my grades aren't that good. But one of my, my cousin was like, I mean, but you go to class, you actually attend class, you go home, you, you have your little side hustle, you also, like, have time to longboard and have fun, you have time to go out and have fun, and you have time to do this public diplomacy job that you have all while making sure that your grades are good. And I didn't even think about it until he put it that way. And I was like, oh, like, hey, I'm doing all of these things. And 
I like am discounting my own achievements on a daily in terms of instead of you know looking at what I have and looking at what I'm doing instead of what I'm expecting myself to do and really appreciating that like I look at what I have and you know just objectively just in terms of this conversation um just to let y'all know my apartment is just about the same size as T's apartment I live with my partner and she helps me pay rent I do not have a vehicle she has a vehicle she pays on her own T has his own car and shit and so I'm looking over here I'm like we work at the same place (laughs) and I'm just like damn son like you're really fucking getting it out here man this is really cool and there's different parts of like just because I've been on the earth longer that I've like done that I've accumulated that are different than what T has T has accumulated but you know I look at the what's going on now and I look at my friends just in terms of loop back to my expectations based off of what my friends have and what my friends are doing and how proud I like I'm still proud of them it's just like there's still like a barometer that comes with you know what the people around you are doing and what you're doing and I feel like it's easy to forget the things that you do that are not on the same scale as what you might be measuring yourself with you feel me there's ways that i'm coming out of that and i'm gonna turn into a monster on y'all nigga <laughs> that's really all I have to say about yeah that. i hope so because i <laughs> hope you seeing i hope me just literally saying this is like you realizing like oh shit like you're doing good. My yeah, right. Like really my good. My brother who literally splits his rent with another human and doesn't have a car is like you know, so like in a totally different place. Like you're you're handling it. That's it was, my point. It was getting the new car a couple months ago that like solidified that a little bit in my mind a bit more. Like literally, I I was on the phone with people like off and on through that week. Like bruh, like what? Like talking to different women that I know. And just having different conversations and, like, looking out my window and seeing that shit sitting there, I'm like, that's mine. Yeah. Like, and then thinking about it and doing the math and looking at my fucking income and shit and my finances, I'm like... No, that's really mine. Like, I just dropped money on it to cover fucking two months. I'm like, they're not... This is mine. (laughs) Like, yeah. There's there's always that little bit of anxiety because, you know, grew up poor enough to understand that, like, shit can get taken away that's my nigga they will gps your shit bro, and take it like, they will, i'm telling I you right now <laughs> that without it having like it doesn't need to happen to me for me to right. understand that is a reality yeah. yeah so there's always that little bit of anxiety of like bro like niggas be stressed like middle of the week i ain't got no money in my nothing and i'm like but all my shit's paid for so i guess it's okay right and i'm looking i'm like they ain't coming to take this bitch. Like, this is my car. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, just off of, like, experience, they're not coming for six months. That's the other part. Like, I understand, like... <laughs> like, I pay my shit for six months, and that's Whatever period of time in which that I get really anxious... That was a really bad part, but, like, yeah, anyway, go ahead. Whatever period of time in which I get anxious, because it'll only take, like, me missing, like, two days for me to be anxious about that shit. Like, okay, cool, but they're still gonna be like, okay, well, you missed this one. All right, we, you gonna give us this with this next month? Oh, shit, you gonna give us that either? That's crazy. Oh, look up three months later. Yo, nigga, what, where is the money? Right. And then they're going to give you a warning, and then they're going to tell you they're going to come get the shit, and then the shit's going to be gone. Well, what will happen is they'll give you a warning, and honestly, they'll call you and be like, hey, so you want to figure this out? And then they'll call you again and be like, hey, so like, 
we really want you to figure this out and then after that they'll they'll just come to your crib and be right like, but like understanding the same similar it. thing Goodbye. with fucking rent and I'm just like oh alright cool I'm not gonna be down so bad that I'm not able to make this up before y'all are like bruh this is this we've had enough right so like even just like getting to that place and now again the fucking job I'm waiting on you just like I'm on the cusp of getting to a place that is very much average in this country but like niggas had sleep for dinner and no home right it is hitting a little different and I'm very excited is all I really gotta say mm-hmm. yeah, that sleep that sleep for dinner don't that shit slap different bustin <laughs> that shit slap different man I, that shit's bustin what's up, what's up? Fucking skittish little fuck. Zuko, Zuko, Zuko. I made it all the way to the kitchen for real. Like I saw him hanging out in the doorway watching you for a little bit a while ago. Just put Tulip in his new cage today too. It's a little bit smaller, but it's easy to move around. And he's fucking with it because he gets to stand up higher. Did I say I'm getting a Rottweiler instead of the the yeah. Ridgeback? Instead of the uh, King Corso. Well, okay, so you're way back. Well, I'm back. Um, yeah, I'm real back. Yeah, because I was going to get a Ridgeback, a Rhodesian Ridgeback, because it's me, the dog. Like, if I show you a picture, actually, I ain't going to show you a picture. Let me see. It's literally me, the dog. Let's see what you look like. <laughs> Let's see what you look like as a dog. But I'm not going to do that, because my mom and my stepdad and everybody are moving into... Oh, my God, that's you, the dog. Me, the fucking that's dog, That's you, bro. a dog, He's yo. Funny. That's like if you literally got turned into a dog. Honest. If you get turned into oh, a that's dog, African lion hunting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get turned into a dog, that's you. And then temperament yeah, and much. shit, like it's it's me, the dog. Yeah, just like how Bo is me, the dog. This is oversensitive, dark. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. But um, it would be like two thousand dollars for a puppy, like next year or some shit. And two thousand dollars. If I like, if, I oh my god! I mean, that's a, that's that's not out of the price range. It's not which like a puppy save money if you just stole it. Like, I, I know puppies that go <laughs> for $5,000. Like, I, I know people yeah. that have paid $5,000 for a puppy. Yeah. So I'm not, like, cool. But one, I don't really want to buy a dog. And two, I, I don't want to really wait. And, like, they're also a fuckload of work. Because I'm a fuckload of work. Yeah. So what I think is going to end up happening... <laughs> He's just banging the shit out of space. I never noticed that. Um, what I think is going to end up happening is when my they get settled into this farm that they have now... My stepdad wants to breed Rottweilers, so yeah. I was telling my mom, same way I told her, that I'm just going to grow a plant somewhere on the property, and there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. Um, what you gonna do, find it? Yeah, just, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take So I told her, I was like, I'm gonna carve out a little piece for me, and I'm gonna grow the shit, and just leave it alone. Um, and if anybody asks, you had no idea. Wait, what? I'm sorry. Don't we're talking about, about dogs, and I heard, now we're on plants? You, you understand, about a farm. growing plants, plants. Oh, plants. Uh, yeah, my gotcha. guy. Got it. Sorry. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just. I, I think I was confused because I thought we were still talking about dogs. No, no, so I'm circling. But then I realized, yeah, no, this is. Really I see how this is circling to the dogs. Yeah. But, um. So yeah, I was also telling her recently because she told me about the Rottweilers. So I was like, I'm just going to take one of the puppies. Like, if there's a litter of like eight, y'all just got seven, and I don't know what happened to the dog. Oh, that's uh-huh. crazy. That you know, two months later, I'm posting pictures of a Rottweiler. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, yeah, no, I happened to get one. Don't. That's awesome. Um, and yeah. if they really want, well, if not, if they really want. I'm going to pay them something for a dog, probably like or something. But of like, course, yeah. 
five hundred is a good price. But like, regardless, um, if you have if you have enough puppies, one of them is mine. I'm gonna take a like medium to smallish one because like, sell the ones that are sellable. But right, 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 right. That's dope, man. That's cool. My mom wants a farm. I wish she could get a farm. If that she really be, wants to, she can. A farm is such a resourceful like piece of land to have. Just so like, you can literally li- like if you know what to do. You can live off of a farm in terms of food and sustenance. Like, yeah, you can you can grow beehives for the fucking the environment. Like farms are great great things for the environment, man. So if you ever have the chance, buy a farm. Buy a farm. Um speaking of buying things, uh so are you guys at all invested invested in anything at all uh dogecoin and i just bought a share of amc today so oh nice amc is gone conversations about my my investing pains i'm currently out of the market i have some money in my portfolio but like the the things that i i'm reworking my shit yeah i had to pay my rent and so i had to sell my dogecoin i'm pissed but i'm hoping that dogecoin will stay around the 50 cent mark so that i can buy back in a little bit under my average um dude bro dogecoin is crazy i <laughs> i joined a discord server and oh shit one second i'm not getting a so so we're back on we're back on i had to stop i had to make a phone call to make sure some things were happening sorry guys i i apologize for the the cut anyway go on about jay mr gazzoni <laughs> Uh, that's not for the pod. Oh, Are man. we recording right now? <laughs> not for the pod. <laughs> We're recording it. That's Jay's funny. Cool. Jay and I are uh, very similar. So. Yeah. yeah. No, believe I'm going to get his bitch ass on this fucking podcast soon. Oh, that would definitely be dope. Be yeah, I like, I literally, with my other job, I like see his dad talk all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, he's always saying something in house meetings he's always saying something and it's always something that is like something we're gutting for he like jay's dad senator gazzoni is a good man and i can say that with confidence um yeah i don't really know jay that well he's kind of a fuck boy <laughs> so I can't but that's part him. of why we love him but that's exactly that's exactly why we love him that's exactly why i love jay what i was gonna say is i feel like there's like I don't know what is there's no specific conversation I have in mind. There's nothing like that. But I feel like we are constantly like one conversation going poorly away from not getting in line. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Actually, that's actually. I feel that too. Yeah. You're right. He sets huh. it up like that because he's he's trying to get to know you, bro. Yeah. Like he's really trying to like. He's like, where's his tick? He what, really is like, yeah. Just, like, what gets T going? I'm just like, there's a point, in, there's, I'm like, there's a point at which I'm like, you might fuck around and say some shit where I have to zap on you. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, I don't, I'm not trying to do that at work. That's funny, dude. With Jay, you want to do that at work for sure. Just go in the back, just shoot the shit. What are What are T and Jay doing? They're arguing. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no. people would definitely be like, yeah. She's no, like, one, no one would try to get in between that. No, definitely not. No, because like, literally, specifically. Except for me. Like, I would be like, hey, guys, like, what's going on? Like, 
Specifically, <laughs> I just like observing the way that he moves around at work and the way that I move around at work. Literally, the only person that would and could say something would be like Lindsay. Yeah. And that would it would have to get to a particular point. And also, again, if I'm zapping on him at work, it's probably already there. It, yeah, like I'm probably like up here, and like, right, that's right. not that's not great because mm-hmm. like then the next step is I can't see. And so I don't know what's happening. Uh, right, this is why I'm trying to have a barbecue with all the people that I fuck with at work because I'm like I wanna I wanna have. An, I would love to see what people are like outside of work. Yeah, like and drunk, inebri- dude. Like, yo, I don't I don't want to use any more names. I, you know, I like talking about Jay because Jay is like a community figure, and like I feel like it's appropriate to talk about Jay um, because of his dad, also because of him and who he is. Anyway, but like. I won't say any names, but like, there's definitely some people who, man, when they're intoxicated, they're so much more fun, <laughs> so much more fun, dude. Oh, and they're already fun. They're already fun at work. At but it's work like it's general, just like, yo, I want to like, see you lit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, it's 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 great. That's how I feel about my other job as well. Um, it's just you know, people are people. I really like to see the human side of people. Um, but honestly, I don't. You don't? If I work with you generally, I'm just like, work box. And it's been odd in like a post-COVID world and also having moved states and only being either home or at work. Mm -hmm. Because then like, yeah, most of the social interaction and like connection that I form is through going to work. And that's also how you keep a bubble as well. Yeah, but like... Uh, I've never really been friends with niggas at my job outside of anyone I may have known beforehand or like I'll make like one or two friends while I'm there with like the knowledge that either one of us is leaving in the immediate future or we're both going to leave at some point but you're cool so let's stay in contact right right like I will definitely hit me feel free to hit me up for like a job reference anytime I mean I feel like that like there's definitely some uh, some girls at work that I'm like, I'd rather you just be my coworker as yeah. opposed to a friend, and not for any like, not for any oh, yeah. sexual reason, just yeah. because I mentioned the word girl. Like, I I just I'm just saying that because like, it's a lot of girls bro, we work with. We, people it's mainly sharing, it's mostly girls on the staff. Dude, people right? be sharing shit at work, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, whoa, you sharing this at work with somebody who you don't know? If I yeah. become your friend, I I really I just be like, man. you know. Yeah, and so like I you kind of everything going on in your life. Just I kind of honestly weird because it's like I use that as a model to conduct mm-hmm. myself with professional situations in my other job or my other ten ninety nine areas of revenue. Where I'm like, if I don't feel comfortable about this at my nine to five, then definitely somebody is not going to feel comfortable if i share something personal wise at my 1099 and like that's kind of just one of my rules of thumb where you know if we loop it back to expectations like i feel like people are are cautious or apologetic about things that they they do based off of how they would react in those situations so if i'm like yeah, like, I'm sorry for getting so deep, then I feel like in that situation, I would only say that if 
on the other if I was on the other side and somebody was to get deep, then I'd be like, ah, why are you getting on deep? <laughs> like yeah. that's the only reason I would project that apology to be like, why am I getting so deep? Because you expect people to be already annoyed at it because you would be annoyed at it. Mm. Like, but not so everyone I, is like that. Though. No, not everybody. Yeah. Not everybody is like that. I mean, I, I'm definitely Some of us not are nosy. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! You're so Some of us like it, bruh. Some of us are nosy as fuck. We don't, even, we're not doing anything with the information. We I just want to feel included, wow, bro. I didn't even think about I just that. Just want to feel included. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I didn't think about it that way. Ass, nigga. I'm not even gonna lie. It's just annoying. Like, why you gotta be a part of everything, dude? There's definitely yeah. people. Not everything is for you. Uh, like, just like, please, uh, just chill out and just mind your own business and just relax, like. Make your own friends, you know. Like, just bro, make your I was own friends. Youngest to five, you know how many times I had to just like go sit my ass down somewhere because like, right? I just, just do I your own thing. Young. Just do my own I, thing. I had, my brothers are eleven and thirteen years older than me. I definitely had to just go sit my ass down while they was doing whatever the fuck it was that they was doing. Yeah. Right. Damn. So, Shouts out to Ian. <laughs> like, dog. It's so many lessons that I learned. Just like. <laughs> Living my fucking life at, that I get to as an adult, where I see people did not have those situations around them, and I'm just like, what in the fuck? It's like if you didn't grow up living a certain lifestyle, you don't have to try and force yourself into that lifestyle or be included in it. You can just do what works for you, you know? With anything. Yeah. Get in where you fit in until you don't want to be there no more, and then yeah. go somewhere else. Yeah. Be like a cat. Dude, that's a thing. That's such a thing. Get in where you fit in until you don't want to be there no more and then fit in somewhere else. That's I it. have seen that happen at my job with so many people who like had to leave. And like I I'm I hate to say it unfortunately, and I will say this publicly, like I'm one of those people. I did not fit in where I work, so I need to leave and work somewhere else because I feel like what it is that I can provide is not valued as a piece of the puzzle that needs to be filled. And I just, if I don't fit in here and you're trying to place me in a puzzle piece that is entirely too small for the piece that I am, I don't want to be a part of it. And it's a waste. It's literally a waste of life. And like everybody's time. I can also, you know, I can always look at it as a, this is a great resourceful landing pad for me to not be starving or homeless, you know, until I move on to the next place. But then there's a certain part where, you know, you start trying to put the puzzle in, the puzzle piece in a little bit too hard. And then the edges start getting rough. Once the edges start getting rough, that means you're shaving parts of the person away in order to fit them into this piece that they don't belong in. And once you start shaving parts of people away, that shit is painful, bro. And that's kind of like one of the reasons why I'm just like, I, bye. Like I, this is, I thought that this was going to be a very medicinal field. I thought this was going to be a field of knowledge and healing, but it turned into a field of retail. It turned into a field of money. It turned into a field of clout and hype and greed and greed and everything that corporations end up being. And it's, not without the work of a couple of fucking people. Like, it only takes the work of, like, two or three people to really shift a, a, a mental paradigm of how things operate just to get the intention to be a little bit more positive and a little bit less toxic. So that's just why that's just why I have to I have to dip out. And, like, that's kind of 
where I'm at in terms of getting in where you fit in and expectations and like expecting to fit in based off of the fact that it's like, oh, I just smoke weed, so I'm going to fit in. But it's like, no, like this is a whole business that runs tens of millions of dollars through it. And, you know, there's people want things to go a certain way. If they don't want to go the way that you envision them, you should probably leave. And, you know, I feel very strongly about that for people who who need to hear it, especially if you're listening to this podcast, because I just you got one life to live and it's not something that you should waste on the expectation that you will move up or go in a specific direction because you think that that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. If you don't fit in, you don't fit in. So I don't know. That's just my little two cents on that. People be attached to the work that they've put into a place, and it's the wrong thing to be attached to. That's me, right there. And I see this just with like every nine to five that I've worked. I've at. seen it in mad places. People don't want to like, people, people don't, don't want to leave a relationships job relationships because they've been in it for five years. Yeah, They're and like, it's just oh, like all this time. Da, 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 da. So the fuck what? Move on. And the thing right. is, like, what There's a lot more of people... time? Are you gonna die tomorrow? You don't know. So. Yeah. You might as well function as though you're yeah, never going to die. Bro. And the thing is, like, the thing that <laughs> always... Function as if you're going to die at some point. Right. But, like, it's not going to be tomorrow. For all evidence, too, you're not just going to spontaneously die in your sleep. I don't really care what the religious folks have to say about it. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. Mm, I'm fairly healthy. I'm, I'm guaranteed at least yo, tomorrow. Bruh. Yo, bro. Yo, 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 yo. So this shit is so fucking relevant. I'm guaranteed at least tomorrow. Nigga, <laughs> like, no the fuck you not, bro. My my boy literally just hit me up today and was like, and I don't hate, I hate to dr- like drop this towards the end of the podcast, but like my boy hit me up today. It was like, my friend just ran an ultra marathon and did not wake, fr- wake up from his rest nap. Oh. Yeah, bro. I had to fucking bike some miles for that motherfucker today because that shit was crazy. I like, and I hate, like, like I said, I hate to bring it up, but like, rest in peace, homie, whoever he is, like, like, you're really not promised. It's, uh, it's an obviously fallacious statement because I could get hit by a car at any point. Exactly, 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 exactly. You're right. You're right. You're <laughs> I think right. it's just like there's literally but like so many times. It's it, I don't know. It just it just My, almost it proves the point even more to what you're saying. Where it's like, dude, like I might as shit. well expect to have at least tomorrow mm-hmm. because what the fuck else am I like? I feel like if you there's a point at which that should become stressful. If you cannot put anything off until tomorrow, that shit is stressful. I don't right. have enough time today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, so like, so if we're talking, which like technically, then it's like, yeah, forty-eight hours. Live like you're gonna die in the next seventy-two to I'm, fucking ninety-six hours. I have at least hours. till tomorrow. Damn it! Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me ninety-six hours. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> just to even put off that, like, it don't gotta. I don't know. There's a point at which I'm just again through various hallucinogenic and psychedelic experiences I've had have brushed up against death like I've had to look at that yeah. a couple of times and like after a while you make your peace and then once you've done that and realize you're still fucking here so right. all you have left to do is figure out why mm-hmm. first of all shit is trash okay <laughs> <laughs> I like it it's exhilarating I yeah. fucking hate it because most people shit. are not trying to figure out why and that don't matter to me it blows me. It blows me so hard. I don't want to do this again. I either if I have to come I back really to Earth, either. 
I'd rather just be a fucking star or a dolphin or a fucking leaf. If I have to come back to Earth, I would like to be a dolphin or a tree. Yeah. If I don't have to come back to Earth, put me in literally any other plane of fucking existence. I want to be the meteor that wiped out the dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, bro. (laughs) Just go out with a bang. Just go out with a fucking bang. Oh, man. Gotta love it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is there anything else we, like, really needed to hit? I mean, not really. I was just, like, my brain was just, like, I think that's, I think we've got our fill of of goodness that people need to hear. I mean, the lesson is just, like, don't expect anything. Yeah, and also, no, just because, like, everything is an investment, invest, investments don't always pay off. Not so right. don't if you take put your entire away. life, don't base your entire life around it. Yep. Investment is a lesson. Yeah. If you take nothing away from this fucking podcast, you should take away, like, you should not have expectations. Right. Yeah. Because, and this is a very cynical statement that I've seen played out in different media, blah, blah, blah. but also something I felt for a long time. Expectation is the root of disappointment. You set yourself up to be disappointed when you expect things of people. Right. If you are meeting a person and you decide that you like them and you want this thing to go some way and that's not what happens, you can't really be upset with this person. You can't even really be upset with the situation. Mm-hmm. Just because you had this hope and expectation. And because you ugly. Even if you did some shit to where it's like, oh, but I spent this and I did that and I da 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 It doesn't, none of that means anything because people just make decisions and shit's just going to happen the way it's going to happen. Right. So, accept that things happen when they are supposed to, how they are supposed to, and free yourself from expectation. That's all I got. And if you're not happy, then just leave. It's not worth dying over. Sure. And it's also not worth, like, even if you don't flat out die, it's not worth just, like, killing yourself slowly. Yeah. Over. Once that tire on your car (laughs) is bald, just take it off. Don't wait for it to go flat. Yeah. This has been episode nine of Dojo 9652. I thank you all for coming. And, um, yeah. Uh, we out. We out. Cue fucking sick ass music. Uh, bye. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hi. 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 The tweak is heavy, my click is ready, my diamond's crazy, don't try to play me, the tweak is heavy, my click is ready, my diamond's crazy, don't try to play me. A quarter million dollars, if I'm in and I paid it, my watch, my Rolex, niggas saying I made it, yeah I smoke good weed, so these fuck niggas hate it, bought 35 bottles, just to get faded, the tweak is heavy. The tweak is heavy. The tweak is heavy. Before I leave the crib, I grab the keys to my Chevy.